0: Welcome to church. I'm Stephanie, your Atheist Jezebel, host of Your Atheist Pastor. Yeah, the name stuck. And you know what? I, I don't know why it's so funny to everybody, but I, I like it. Jezebel is a cool name, so I am keeping it. So this week, I had a great conversation with Carson. Carson is a musician that goes under the name of Carly Son. You can find him on Instagram, and I'll put it in the show notes. But he is a recently deconverted uh, Pentecostal, something. I don't know. I don't know. There was so much talk about churches that I don't even understand some of the time. It was like, there's AG and there's IHOP and it's just, it's confusing to me. But it had to do with speaking in tongues. I remember that part. So there you have it. You, you, you'll just have to listen. <laughs> Since we talked... He was performing at an what he called an art show with a mainly hipster Christian crowd. So you kind of talk about your process at those kind of places. And there's like a little bit more than just, you know, getting up on stage and playing. But his lyrics are a little bit about leaving the faith. So a few people came up to him and said, hey, I would, you know, I would love to talk to you. And I just think that is the coolest thing because they were not talking about Hey, we need to talk. I want to convert you back to where I don't want to make you Christian again it was not the point. It wasn't an evangelical thing. It was a a curiosity and connection thing. So Carson just wants to be friends with people. He likes to connect and he would probably and I'm speaking a little bit for him, but he I think he could probably be friends with anybody that will let him be his friend. Let him be his friend. Yeah, that's the right way to say it. You know, well, you know what I mean. So that said, I hope you enjoy the interview. I think Carson's just a really cool guy. All right, this is my featured atheist for this week, Carson. How are you?
1: I am well. How are you?
0: I am fabulous. So, Carson, where in the world are you from, as specific as you'd like to be?
1: Springfield, Missouri. Wait, Um,
0: is that the good Springfield? I can't remember.
1: It's the best Springfield in the U.S. Yes, of course. The best Springfield in the U.S. So, Uh I heard that from somebody from Boston. So, is there a Springfield, Massachusetts?
0: I don't, don't know about the one The Simpsons are from
1: Okay That's like Springfield, Illinois Yes But there's a de- There's a debate on that <laughs> But I'd ra- I don't care where they're from
0: All Right Cool So Carson Here's a big question How long have you been an atheist?
1: Well I'd say I embraced the term When I thought I had to be one To get in the Yappers Facebook group <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, are you serious so you're like um yeah. okay so, so we ask those so, troll questions and you're like well like i guess because i kind of want to be in the group
1: yeah so more accurately if, if we're gonna label label it agnostic agnostic atheist cool but who cares
0: well i would say agnostics are atheists yeah and well, atheists yeah, I, are agnostic
1: i looked up the term atheist in the dictionary it just says one who does not believe in a divine being. I'm like, well, okay, well, that's accurate. So, <laughs>
0: except for except for your wife, she's pretty divine. I've talked to her.
1: Oh, I believe in her.
0: Yes, I believe in her too. I like her.
1: I can see her. She's. I can cool. touch her. Yes. <laughs> she answers oh. when I pray to her.
0: Okay, that's enough about that. That oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I know you know what you're you're the first yapper, yaptron guy that I know the shoe, shoe size of. So.
1: Well, well, you know
0: what? I know your average shoe size, My average shoe size.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I put on the 11 rollerblades today, and uh, they're tight. They're tight.
0: (laughs) Yes, of of course they are. (laughs) Uh, You know what? We should probably be talking about more important things than your
1: shoe size. I think that's pretty important, but okay.
0: Okay, so let me ask you this. What, uh, what was your religious experience before you became an agnostic atheist?
1: Um, so, fairly charismatic, grew up in the church, um, prayed to receive Jesus into my heart when I was six years old, and I remember looking out my dad's truck window at the putt-putt. So, I could always say I remember exactly where I was. Don't remember what I was wearing, but that's how I knew I was saved. So, <laughs> wow. um, grew up in the AG, um, tell us about 13. Then we went to a non-denominational charismatic church, kind of in the vein of IHOP, International House of Prayer. Have you heard of, have it, you, you know heard what? of that?
0: I will never get used to that IHOP thing. Cause I'm like, really? Yeah. The pancake place was all into yeah, that? Yeah. Uh, the I pancake place sued
1: them. <laughs> <laughs> sued this church. Good. Yeah, Yeah, um, I, I learned
0: that uh, a few episodes back with somebody else that said something about IHOP and I'm just like, what, <laughs> really? But
1: <laughs> that's what you get from Yeah, you. that place is crazy. And I hope the the Yaptron group gets somebody out of that camp because their story is going to be intense. Um. And then, then I went, when I was... Twenty, I moved to Tampa to help plant a church that was more along the lines of like charismatic, but it was like more Pentecostal and word of faith. Um, and then it did that for four years. And by the end of that, my faith was like pretty much dead. I wouldn't say I didn't believe anymore, but it was... Our, am I allowed to cuss on this podcast? Absolutely. I can't All right. I was like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Um, at the end of that, and then probably a two year process of, we, we moved back from Tampa after that. And then a two year process of just like, like, okay, I need to take a break from this. I don't know if I believe it anymore, but I'm gonna, I'm going to come back one day. Actually, it was longer than that. So earlier, I guess early, about a year ago, I found a church that was like, I think maybe I can go to this. This seems cool. Started going slowly, started getting plugged in a little bit. And then this is really, um, this is a pattern I repeat, or I've repeated often in my life. But then I met with the pastor and I was like, hey man, I think I want to I wanna ask you to be my pastor. And then the minute I, this was this June and I walked away from that meeting and I was like, fuck no, (laughs) no, what the fuck did I just do? (laughs) And I was like, no. And that, that sealed the deal for me because, uh, I was like, no, I'm not coming back. I had believed for, yeah, three years that I was, but then when I finally did, I realized I wasn't.
0: So so Carson, when did you, when did you get into church? Like how, how did you end up believing in the first place?
1: Um, my parents indoctrination essentially just, I mean, not, not that it's any fault of their own. I think they were doing what they thought was right. Um, and, uh, and then, so my parents weren't like crazy church people. But then going to church and then going to youth group and there's always this push to get more involved with the church, especially in youth group, there's a push to give your Mm -hmm. life to the ministry. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And I enjoyed hanging out at church and it was like, you know, and then I tried to be more spiritual and I'd go to coffee shops and read my Bible. I was like, hey, if I'm a pastor, I get paid to do this.
0: Okay, so so did you become a pastor, Carson? I did. Wow.
1: I became a pastor. A shitty pastor, a very shitty, shitty pastor.
0: <laughs> a shitty pastor. Okay, well, you you must describe what the difference is between a shitty pastor and a regular pastor.
1: Um well, okay, I say shitty in terms of what the church defines as a good pastor, but probably the most taboo thing I did was smoked weed with a couple of my youth group students. Um cool. yeah. So I told that to somebody and they're like, "I think that makes you the good youth pastor, <laughs> right?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that's, you know, helping them helping them yeah. get along with everybody and just be chill, right?
1: Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So did I did that. Um so I was a youth pastor and a worship pastor at the same time hmm. at this church plant. Um, I never reached the point of like, that's what I was doing for a living. So fell short of the goal. But I, so I would, was at the church like 20 hours a week and then working. Um, I was a foreman on a, on a dock crew. And so I'd work like 50 to 60 hour weeks for them.
0: Wow. That's a that's a lot of hours when you add in 20 more hours at the church.
1: Yeah. yeah. It was it was exhausting.
0: <laughs> yeah. I believe it. So So you were in the church probably since you were a kid. And then you yes. got all my life. Yeah, all your well, you're pretty young. I know that. <laughs> but
1: I, uh, yeah, I, I guess I had 20 years that I remember of being in the church. Yeah. So but, we'll put it that way.
0: But you're pretty new. You're pretty new to not going to church.
1: Um, I've not gone regularly for four years. The most I've gone was last year. I probably went like once a month. Wow. So and then so in the, in the last four years when I was like trying to go again. Um, but then it just got too real. Too
0: real. Oh, do do elaborate.
1: Um, I, I was so I was triggered mainly. So there's, mm-hmm. there's some trauma from Tampa. I'm probably still trying to work through.
0: Well, it's Florida, um, so yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, when I think when I all of a sudden like I played on I played keys for the worship team at this church a couple times mm-hmm. and then I met with the pastor and then when when that like commitment or thought of of getting involved again hit like I was like this seems nice this sounds nice but when that hit I think so the I'm not coming back I think a good part of that was like like a trauma trigger Mm -hmm. with just like, Oh fuck. Like just everything like my, my there. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't know how to make that a short statement without going into a super long thing.
0: You know, I've got all day for at least, you you know, at least another hour. Okay. (laughs)
1: Um, so I guess this would go back to, Um, so, or or let me leave it at that. It, it got, it just, it got real. It was, I couldn't, I was trying to see church in kind of a metaphorical lens because I missed going to church and I wanted to go back. And I, when I went, I was able to kind of like, okay, how can I relate to this in a spirit of just communion with other people? Right and
0: now, now that's my that's a big question for me, Carson, not to interrupt you too much but but
1: so interrupt all you it, want. It
0: sounds like the motivation was community,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, yeah. but then I was doing too many somersaults to get past that it's still all about Jesus, and if there is a heaven, Jesus is the only way, and mm-hmm. so and then even though the church was kind of open to having people of different thought. Um, when I tried to commit and plug in, I I had a panic attack. And wow. so that's what I mean. Like it got real. It just, it, yeah.
0: <laughs> that, that, you know, there shouldn't be a panic attack involved. With,
1: no, with, there go, shouldn't with be. Going and that's anymore. not this, that's not this church's fault. No, that is oh, no. from prior experiences,
0: yeah, so so, so now that you've stopped going to church, and i I know you're married and I like your wife. so how is she religious?
1: Um, so when I was crazy Christian and like wanted to give my life to it, she was like, Oh, okay, um, we were just dating, and mm-hmm. when I moved to Tampa. And then five months later, she moved down. And then a few months after that, I proposed. Wow. So she didn't really care at all about the church. She's raised, she was raised Romanian Pentecostal, which is, I guess, about as intense as Pentecostals go. But they are, they're crazy. Well, um, now,
0: now that, that raises a huge question. So do Romanian Pentecostals speak in tongues different than American Pentecostals? <laughs> I,
1: well, so here's the thing at, at, at family dinners, they'll bow their hearts to pray, but not one person leads a prayer. Everyone prays it once. Nice. And I'm like, I cannot tell if they're praying in Romanian or tongues. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay.
0: <That's> so true.
1: <laughs> and then I think, well, maybe I pray in tongues, but then maybe my American tongues will just stick out like a sore thumb. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I love it. That is so cool. <laughs> you know way to make Thanksgiving more fun, right? Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I love it, Carson. That's great. <laughs> I have never seen anyone live speak in tongues.
1: Can I can I do it? Yeah, go for it. Or or, or have people done it over nope. Skype for you?
0: No, not well not yet. Go for it. Do it.
1: I haven't I haven't spoken in tongues in years, but I think I can pull is not. You something can good. do it. Corra Shindonarachiara. Nisotoronada Chiatara Shora Kinana Masara. Dotora Yatkara. Jesus, Jesus. Warning. This might be triggering for some people. This is perfect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think that sounded more like Spanish than Romanian.
1: Okay. Well, that's my tongue. But then then I used to do... I would get into these Chinese versions when I would go to IHOP and just... Wow. You know, you're
0: you're very good at this. I think you could be like an international speaking tongues guy.
1: Oh, man. Uh,
0: Except for the headaches you get after that, right? Like... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> it, there is, well, no, I don't think there's really a whole lot of meditative properties to Glalacia that I've heard of. Because um, the more I do it, or especially with the belief that God is supposed to hear you and you're s- supposed to be saying something super deep mm-hmm. that you have no clue, but God's like, oh, <laughs> um, it never feels like you're done. Whereas like praying is a form of, can be a form of meditation Yes, and then you can still feel a release and feel a peace because you're, it all depends on how you pray, I guess. Intercessory prayer never feels like you're done.
0: Hmm.
1: It's exhausting.
0: Well, that's interesting. So yeah, I would, I would actually agree with the praying is a sort of meditation depending on how you do it. Yeah, yeah, It's almost a sure. wishful thinking, uh, realigning yourself with whatever. You know, um, huh, cool.
1: Yeah, or the, the act of listen, trying to listen to God it ends up being more like my meditative practice now. I'm like, oh, I get like this. This is like the same thing as when I quote unquote was like trying to hear God just listening and waiting, quote unquote, waiting on the Lord. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think that's probably like the, the, yeah I'm all for Christians waiting on the Lord because it's it's healthy for them and the people who do that are generally nicer and less judgmental
0: would you say they're actually waiting on themselves though I feel like they're waiting they're listening to themselves and praying to uh, this is how I feel about it and maybe that's wrong <laughs> but but I feel like when you when you pray it's just sort of I don't want to call it wishful thinking, but it is something where you're just sorting your thoughts and um, kind of hoping that things turn out a certain way.
1: Yes. Um, Yeah, I think I agree with that. Um, So, And I guess what I would say is people who say they're waiting on the Lord are maybe doing a little bit more... um, is it mindfulness meditation? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to pretend to be an expert on it.
0: Maybe,
1: um, but um, uh, there's there's one meditation I do. I don't remember what it's called, but it like it feels very similar, where you just kind of you focus on your breath and you focus on and you have like a mantra. So the waiting on the Lord type thing. You're not really praying or asking for anything. You're, you kind of do have a mantra, You're just like, you know, to remind yourself to just wait on the Lord. So that's why I think it's, it, those people tend to be nicer, not because God's actually giving something to them, but because they're actually doing a really healthy meditation.
0: That makes perfect sense to me. So, what I would say is they have named what is really within them. Lord
1: mm-hmm. it's yeah. really
0: it's really within you and it's about patience and just you know relaxing and patience and you you start to feel and think and you you mm-hmm. know what you know what you, your brain is a magical place and it will it it will sort things out for you if you let it so so it's um it's interesting so oh, all right so a lot of my problem with prayer in church is that people are not supposed to think for themselves they're Mm -hmm. supposed to only focus on god and because i'm not i've never bought into that all the way it's it's really hard for me to understand how that's even possible so they don't it seems like they don't you know they don't they don't want to tune into themselves they only want to try to make that external is that correct
1: yeah yeah, well, there's so one big so like the last way this, the language that I knew this was put in was like, um, or there was a song that's like more of me and less of you, or more of you and less of me, more of you and less of me, and that's that's like a really pervasive idea. I mean, it's I think it's all over in like Paul's writings. Like I must decrease so that he might increase. And it's this, you, it turns, which, so if you, like, put that in Buddhist terms, it's, you could, like, see it as, or in ego terms, you could see that as, like, the ego being the false self, like, this false sense of your story and, like, all these things you build around yourself for your your sense of security when all you have is now. So, in that, if you read it that way, I think it's a little healthier, But in the Christian world, it's very just self-deprecating. Just like, I suck. (laughs) Like, on my own, I am a horrible person.
0: That makes me really sad. But you said something important just a second ago. You said about now. Are they interested in now or are they strictly about the past where Jesus died on the cross and the future, the afterlife?
1: I mean, sometimes they're like, Jesus wants to, like, there are a few teachers who are like, salvation, like, heaven is now, Um, or if you get into, like, the word of faith camp a lot, it's like, salvation is now, so you don't have to wait to get to heaven to, like, not be sad and not be sick, and you can see again if you're blind, hear again if you're deaf, so there's, there's that one. There's... But mostly it's about Jesus died in the past, and then evolution isn't real, Mm. and then um, Jesus is coming back any second, and we're all getting the fuck out of here. That was another reason I went, like, planted this church because I was like, Jesus is coming back. I've got to, like, be sure to help get people, you know, get people ready. There was also a really bad book that came out that said something about the more like the more souls you saved the better seat in heaven you had <laughs> the closer uh-huh. to the father you could sit. Now with anyone I either just say, well, I hope hopefully I get into an argument with a Calvinist and oh, I can cool. say, well, no, I'm like you shouldn't be arguing with me cuz you believe I'm destined to be like this. Like, Ooh, no, yes. none of us have free will. How it is is like how God planned it. Or I say, well, I was a really hot Christian. Now I'm just cold. At least I'm not lukewarm.
0: You're still pretty hot. You're still pretty hot, Carson. <laughs> 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 okay. Side, sidetracked. You. But you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh I tried to do a hair
1: toss, but my headphones are over my hair.
0: Oh, it's, I, I have seen your hair toss and it's fabulous. (laughs) It's all good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Very good.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's super interesting. So you are a worship pastor too. So you had to endure the music, right? Yes. Did you make the music? Is, is it even worse than just playing it?
1: Did you make it? Um, I, so I didn't make all of it. Um, and I was, So titles are so stupid. So I went through three rounds of worship pastors. The last round, like every time I thought I was going to be given the title. (laughs) And then the last round, they gave it to another dude who was only there every other Sunday. And I was there every Sunday and Wednesday. And then they made me the, they put on the website assistant worship pastor <laughs> mm-hmm. um so at the time which actually i'm yeah the, now hindsight doesn't fucking matter
0: right
1: um and i care i care even less now and then at that time when that first happened i was like a little bummed yeah. out but i like who cares
0: <laughs> yeah, well,
1: i just want the yeah. money
0: well, well <laughs> right well it's god's money carson so what all instruments do you play because we're, we're going to talk about the fun part of your life now so what what all instruments do you play
1: i play i play key things with keys and things with strings so not not uh cool strings and frets so i don't play a violin or cello or anything strings um, and no cool, bows like is that. the
0: way I put that strings, strings and, no
1: and no bows, bows. yeah because you can have a fretless bass or a fretless guitar I guess yes um so yeah I uh bass and piano are probably what I've mastered the most through my life but I've always tinkered with guitar cool. or and electric guitar so yeah
0: would you like to tell anybody what you all what your other name is
1: oh yeah Carly's son um yeah, I I put music out under a moniker. It's so, so weird to say. A moniker, Carly Son. And that's just an old nickname from the doc company I worked for in Florida. They called me Car if if you want to say it right, it's Carly Son. Hey there, Carly Son.
0: That's pretty well, thank cool. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I think it's really fun. I, I like hearing that people have made it out of um, you know, worship music and into real music, as I will call it.
1: Yes. I mean that's so. I didn't. I wanted to do real music, mm-hmm. but I thought I needed to give my life to the Lord and dedicate my talent to Him.
0: <laughs> well, you seem like you're having a really good time now. I mean, I've known you. I don't know how long, Carson. Just a few months. You're you're, the, you're our our newest YAPtron subscriber.
1: I as far am. as
0: I know, and you are also one of the most prolific at this point. <laughs>
1: what do you what does that mean well
0: i mean you're there more than i am but oh. except for those fade to gray guys tried to steal you away
1: oh gosh okay if they listen to this you know what you can edit this out if you want but if I'm they listen gonna, to this fade to gray out. guys fade to gray guys i love you
0: they're fucking awesome but
1: Oops. i i i like to i like hanging out with stephanie
0: oh thanks <laughs> those guys are really great they're so fun they're such a great group of people and most of them well four of them are in our yaptron group too so so if you're not in the yaptron group that's patreon.com your atheist pastor yeah it's super fun carson's there i'm there we've got some Come to the yaptron. people yeah for real it's so fun
1: it's it's a pretty chill place you can you can just be the animal that you are and if you're not Great one day, nobody cares. And if you're over the top great the next day, nobody cares, but we all care to see you.
0: Yeah. And everybody's just there for you. And I mean, I think it's just, I think it's pretty crazy that all of us know each other over the internet. It's just so fun. I mean, that's, that's how I know you. Mm-hmm. And, and several other people just from and, and video is just so different than being in like a chat group or something like that it's, oh it's yeah so no, know I,
1: I listened to daryl's episode <gasps> I and um, oh, i mean no, i'm sorry mm, i
0: do love daryl's
1: Darryl. <laughs> daryl's so great daryl's so he hot is. he ah. doesn't
0: listen to any of these so it's okay
1: <laughs> um and uh yeah they're talking about i think i I'd, I'd heard uh um Luke talking about the Yaptron sum, the Yaptron sum mm-hmm. and then and then Daryl was and I was like okay what is this and then I just went straight to the Patreon I was like I don't care I want to check this out I'm yeah. going to pay I'm just going to go all the way to the 15 sweet $15
0: it, it's totally worth it
1: it is it. I, yeah it totally is
0: <laughs> they're super fun. I'm, i I'm, I'm always amazed by the conversations and the side conversations. So it's, it's always been just a really cool to have a supportive person. And there's something about it not being somebody that can report back on you later. <laughs> you know what oh. I mean?
1: <laughs> oh, Yeah. I mean, it, cause it, it essentially is a chat room yeah. video. And so, yeah, it's, it takes, it's great. I've never, I've, can't, I've never been able to get into chat rooms, Me but, either. uh, I like I like the Aptron.
0: Me too. All right. So Carson. Do you have any like future plans that we should all know about or anything like that? And like where are you now in your journey of non faith?
1: Um I'm still trying to figure out like I wanna to come to this place of of not caring mm-hmm. like what I think spiritually cause I'll meet people who've, who still call themselves Christian, but they just like, it's never bugged them. They don't care that much mm-hmm. or even atheists. Um, who are but so I, I think I, I'm trying to find health. Um, trying to figure out how to be a healthy person. Cool. That's what I want. So post faith, I really don't know what the plans are. It's wide open. It feels so it, it feels it feels like I have my whole life ahead of me. You do. Do. It it's it's an amazing feeling because so, there's no stress about am I fulfilling God's purpose for my life.
0: Right. So do you do you worry about any of the fear things that they put into your head as a kid? Like hell
1: Um, not really. Um, I, I, I was in the church and still deconstruct and like deconstructing ideas like that on my own. And I was, I was, I was arrogant. I'm still kind of arrogant. Um, (laughs) but, (laughs) um, but I was like, I don't care what so-and-so says. I'm pretty sure God's telling me he's probably not sending as many people to hell as we think he is. So that was like, my brain was already kind of going that direction, and uh and my the biggest hurdle to get over was was um death, just death. Um, I had a dream. My younger brother died, and this was right after we moved back from Tampa, and so I was there four years from and he was during that time. For him, that was ages thirteen to seventeen. Mm-hmm. So I missed like some really formative years of his life. And then we moved back, and then I had a dream he died, and I woke up, and that and I it it felt so real. And that's when I realized I didn't believe in heaven anymore. Wow. Because um, I was like, oh fuck, yeah, if he dies, I don't get another chance to say hey to him. Um, so that was the hardest thing to get past. And it, it wasn't like I couldn't let go of heaven. I just, yeah, literally woke up one day and realized I didn't believe it anymore.
0: Wow. That's, that's interesting. Cause I know a lot of people have a lot of trouble letting go of the heaven hell concept as soon as they turn atheist. And for me, <laughs> I feel, well, I, I shouldn't say maybe I don't turn atheist, but you know what I mean? Um, for me, I feel, feel like those people are with you until the day you die and then nobody knows what happens when you die so you know, yeah. whatever but those I people mean, that think, you love are with yeah. you
1: yeah they're with you yes. and you know we think animals don't go anywhere and I think we're animals there's not been really any like fear um, good There's there's been more so like fam- familial expectations and like yeah, sometimes certain um, certain ways I move within the world, I'll be like, oh, I shouldn't be this way or talk this way or do this thing. And then I'm like, wait, why do I think that? Oh, oh yeah, just social conditioning yeah. from the church. Definitely. And my family doesn't have to know I do this. <laughs>
0: right. So, okay, that said, your family is... Still religious or not?
1: Yes, very. Um, Yesterday went to my, so, yeah, my brother started doing these every third week. He gets all the men of our family together for a chit chat slash Bible study. And prior to this, I'd been going to breakfast with my dad probably once a month. We were just hanging out. We just cut it, cut up, cut it up, just chew the fat. And then my brother started this, and I haven't been to breakfast with my dad since, and I'm kind of pissed about it.
0: That sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then he started. I'm like, actually, I've been meaning to do the same thing except I want to invite the 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 women too, because uh, but actually, I don't want to have a Bible study. I just want to hang out.
0: <laughs> wow, so you're saying most of them are so far in that you're, are you not invited? Well, you're probably invited because they want to get you back. But, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, well, that's one of those meetings is when I like, kind of came out to my family because I was getting so frustrated with them. And I'd kind of been alluding to it over the last few years. But anytime I did, I said, but I think I just have to go through this. Mm. And, you know, I believe the promises of God that he will, if he's a good God, he'll come get me. Like yes. he'll bring me back. And, um, he did not, he still could, I guess. God could still could get, bring me back if God wants to, if God's real. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've decided to quit telling my family that and to quit believing that myself.
0: So what, how did they react when you told them?
1: Um, my dad said, oh, we know, (laughs) really and, and then yeah i was like oh um and then most of them just listened my brother in law is um he is a very um fired up younger creationist oh no um, <laughs> so even before i like quote unquote rejected jesus um like he would i would just be saying something cool i learned about space hmm. and he would turn it into a whole argument about um creationism
0: it's yes, kind of lie. annoying i used to check in, i check in with future x once in a while to make sure he doesn't think the earth is flat
1: <laughs> i so sometimes what i do if i'm going to like family like sunday lunch they go to church i just sleep the hangover off yes. um they go to church I go to the house for lunch, and I like to say, "So, hear anything new at church today?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> try not, try
1: not, try not to push it too hard. But
0: that's funny. <laughs>
1: but yeah, um, he he's he said he's like, "Well, I, 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 am not okay with Carson being an atheist." Are you guys? And and I didn't say atheist. And my dad says he didn't say he was an atheist. <laughs> And uh, But that was a pretty good cue. Maybe don't use that word with my family. Just tell them, hey, I don't believe the same way you guys do anymore. I'm that's, kind of...
0: That's one way to do it. So that's been a constant conversation that I have, you know, is the whole atheist word thing. And because I think the church people are so programmed to think atheist is an evil thing, that... You almost have to spoon feed it and baby step it up to that. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, I just, yeah. yeah, I'm just not that well, into this anymore.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I have, I have a huge, huge family. I have seven siblings. Wow. What? So really?
0: where are really, you? Where are you in the pecking order?
1: I'm number five out of eight. Wow. So I share Wait, the middle. You said
0: there were seven. Now I'm confused. So, so I have eight? seven siblings. Okay. Okay. So I get it.
1: I plus get it. me, that's eight. <laughs>
0: As a person with one kid that's super confusing (laughs) (laughs) um
1: yeah so two two of my like the sister just older than me um i talked to her about it the other day um because i just told the men at this Mm. men's breakfast and now the women are hearing through the grapevine and i'm like i don't want to participate in this weird patriarchal thing um so i've been meeting with my sisters kind of one-on-one breaking it down i still need to like hang out with my mom and talk it through um yeah but yeah i like my mom yeah
0: you know what moms moms can handle a lot more than you might think they can
1: oh yeah um (laughs) but i don't i don't want her Hearing it through the like, I don't want her to hear it from me. She's heard it through the grapevine. Right. But I, uh, I
0: agree with that. But I also, oh, man, this is like one of those things that shouldn't be such a shocking thing. You know, it shouldn't, <laughs> true. It shouldn't be such a big deal that you're worried yeah. about it.
1: Yeah, well, what I've told like my sisters I've talked to is like, so hey, you might have heard this, and it's true. If you want to talk to me about it. You have permission.
0: That's a cool move. Like and it.
1: then they and then they wanna and then in that moment they're they kind of want to talk about it. And so the sister just older than me, that conversation was pretty cool. She's not where I'm at with God, but she's got a lot of grievances against the church that I have. Yeah. So we were able to relate on that, and she is respectful of and she understands where I'm coming from. Very cool. So
0: yeah, yeah, that's great. It's like, it's great when you can actually talk to them and they, you you know, even if you have to agree to disagree, that's, that's a big plus in, in my opinion, you know, you can just accept what that other person feels. My yeah. problem a lot of the time is those, they're super pushy, but I mean, I've never known an, I have never known an atheist. Maybe it's true, but I have never known an atheist to go around trying to push people into being atheists. You might accidentally yeah. do it, but you you may have planted one, a seed. But
1: <laughs> I met one once that like it, it like hit my amygdala right okay, away, really? and I got shaky and <laughs> like the words he said. So I was working at this call center. And we were in Tampa. It was the first job I got there. We were selling Life Alert buttons. Oh Cold, wow. cold calling yeah, my seniors.
0: Grandma, my gra- my grandma had one of those.
1: <laughs> yeah. So he was he he had the real sales energy. I do not have the sales energy, but he had the sales energy. And then I think on break one day people are asking me my story and why I was in Tampa. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm here. Um, we're planning a church. And he's like, Oh, so you're Christian, huh? And I don't even know if he was atheist. (laughs) He didn't say that. He could have been just a dude wanting to push my buttons. But he said, Oh, you're you're Christian, huh? I was like, Yeah. And he said, So, what do you think about blah, blah, this and blah, blah, that? Like something about evolutionary science. Uh
0: oh.
1: And I was just like, Uh, um, I, uh, it's great. <laughs> like, <laughs> it works. And
0: it,
1: Fish, but, legs, uh, all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't, uh, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't try to argue with him. So, I give myself props for that.
0: So, you actually think he was trying to turn you to the other side or you think he was just asking questions? That's so funny to me.
1: Yeah, well, hindsight, I hindsight. I have no idea. I, in the, But in the moment, I was like, oh, this atheist is trying to trip me up. And so, that was even my perception of atheists at the time. And he may not even be an a- atheist, but... Yeah, right. so that's, yeah, that's true. The the perception in Christian culture is atheists are just all these, like, God-hating people. Right. And it's like, no. And, and, like, we used to believe some people become atheists because the church beat people up.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, I think that makes it easier to let go of church. When churches, like, beat you up, yeah. it makes it easier to let go of that whole thing. But um, I had healthy religious communities to go back to so and I didn't want to so I mean I think yeah you it's not just you're an example of Mm -hmm. you didn't have to get beat up by the church to be an atheist like were you yeah I think what we've talked to Marco Polo, you've pretty much always been an atheist. Is Yeah, that true?
0: I I could never quite latch on because every time it'd be like, you know, maybe 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 they're not, maybe this is not ridiculous, and then something would get said, and I'd be like, oh no, it's ridiculous, and it would just be right back where I started. <laughs> uh, I just couldn't do it, you know. Uh, yeah, it just it never it never could stick, and I, and it, which kind of makes me a believer in. If you don't get him young, which I think is actually in the Bible, if you don't get him young, it's not happening. He so up a child in the
1: child and way he should yeah, go. It's
0: the one right there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so for me, it could never quite make it stick. And then I don't even really so. So I guess for me, I look around. I'm like, I don't know if you really believe it either, or you, or you, or you.
1: <laughs> and, yeah.
0: and then I'm just like, huh. You know, maybe none of these people believe this. They just like the community, and there's some place to hang out with people that are friends, but you have to pretend to believe in the same thing in order to be their friends.
1: Yeah, and give 10% of your money. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, well. (laughs) To have,
1: oh man, I remember. But
0: is that before taxes or after (gasps) taxes? See, that's always the argument.
1: (laughs) Before taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I remember then when we quit going to church and the, the most exciting thing to me at the time was like, Fuck yeah! We're gonna have more money. We're rich. <laughs> that's the truth too,
0: right? Well, at least you can decide where you want to put it. <laughs> that's yeah. a big plus. Where do I want to give my e- e- extra money to? Extra yes. money?
1: Well, extra at the extra money. We didn't really have extra money. Nobody. Does. So we took that. We took that ten percent and saved it up to move move back to Missouri. But,
0: cool. And I assume uh, you're enjoying it there at this moment
1: yeah i really do um again family dynamics are sometimes hard but uh um i'm my i'm my own boss um i am not living in ninety degree hundred percent humid weather with zero hills <gasps> that you can go no up hills. and yeah. see it no no hills no hills just flat just flat and you can't see past the car in front of you hmm. and yeah it sucks that's not i right. hate florida <laughs> yeah and i said i could move to california but then Lija reminded me that she's like but you love the seasons i'm like oh yeah, that's true we
0: Re- have seasons sometimes all in one day <laughs>
1: <But>. <laughs> i like i like them spread out over a year right. i mean we Northern so today is california, 75 then. it's supposed to snow tomorrow here today was seven yeah 75 Well, if it snows here,
0: I'm having to leave. I'm going to have to leave because you know I don't want to deal with it. I'm a baby. (sighs) See,
1: I I work for myself. I was born in Hawaii, Carson. So apparently, (laughs) I acclimated as a very
0: small baby. (laughs) Uh, All right, I have. Unless you have, do you have anything else important you want to tell me before I ask the last question? No, no, we're
1: just we're just talking. Um. Okay. Uh, no, I, I don't have anything else important to say. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it, I I thought about saying something Carly Sun promotional, but I don't this is not what this is about, so
0: You know, we already we already kind of put that in there. I know. You know? Well, I've got so I've got
1: it. um December 1st, I'm putting out the first track of this, but Sweet. over the next few months, I'm dropping a few more and I'm exploring the emotions of leaving the faith. So oh, cool. So um, yeah, I try really hard not to make them sound too cheesy. Um, but that's all dependent upon the ear of the listener. Anyhow. Well, but yeah, yeah. So it's Carly Sun on Instagram is cool. the best place to find me. And I like to talk to people. That's so.
0: awesome. And he definitely does like to talk. But but Carson, when you get to that... I mean, Carly, whatever your name is. <laughs> when you get to that point, <laughs> definitely post that in the Yappers group as well when it's released because those you know, there's will. a bunch of other people that will check that out that are not on the Yaptron page or on the Yaptron Marco Polo. So do, okay. do post that as well just to make sure. And even in the Instagram, be sure to share it or let me know and I'll try to share it because I'm kind of lazy.
1: Okay. Right. I will... I will post it to to yappers and Yaptron when great. it's out.
0: All right, one last question. Then are you ready?
1: Oh no! I it's know what question this is. It's the big
0: one. It's the big one. Why are we not screwed after all?
1: <sighs> <laughs> Do you want, uh, the nihilist answer is going to be first, and then I'll give a positive answer. Okay,
0: because I know you mentioned you were a nihilist before you were an atheist.
1: Um, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Kinda. Um, because it doesn't matter (laughs) when you when after you die it doesn't matter true so and then why are we not screwed because there's present
0: tense please because
1: there's (laughs) not screwed right now
0: yeah why are we not screwed right now maybe i should have changed that for you
1: (laughs) okay so i knew this question would be asked and i tried to think about the answer Uh... but i forgot to think about it hard enough (laughs) i love that um (laughs) <laughs> um, why are we not screwed now? because people are beautiful yay and and everyone is awesome. Everyone is awesome. everything is cool when you're part of a team. okay Sweet. Um, <laughs> the leg Lego movie I like you. it um everyone is awesome and sometimes sure sometimes people, Get into systems and groupthink that makes them assholes. Uh-huh. But I think people are beautiful. The world is beautiful. Air is free. And everyone wants mostly the same thing. Which is. So I.
0: <laughs>
1: peace to get along yes contentment or happiness whatever word you want to use great and uh and we just need to be friends with each other and we'll get there
0: i agree well done thank you so much for joining me carson
1: yes thank you for having me it was fun talking to you yeah and then i'll probably just start uh marco poloing you because
0: okay "Eh." we'll be back on marco polo in just a few minutes so then if you want to join us you know (laughs) it's not hard
1: (laughs) it's not hard do it do it do it do it support support your atheist pastor yes or your atheist jezebel If you want to look at it oh i love that nickname (laughs) You know how many people we call Jezebels? She's a she has a Jezebel spirit. Really? Yeah. Nice.
0: You know, uh, I'm happy about that.
1: Yeah. So when I first heard you call yourself that, super happy. Super happy. Um, yeah. So come come talk to your your atheist Jezebel. Yay! And uh, and I'll be there too. So, um, Yes, Carson's so, almost support- always
0: there, unless the fade to gray guys grab him.
1: Or <laughs> yeah. sometimes I do other things. But uh, anyway.
0: Other things. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much, Carson. You were a blast to interview. Um, I really enjoyed it.
1: Thank you. Thank, thank you. you.
0: Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support us, please go to patreon.com, your atheist pastor. Also, you can join our private Facebook group, The Yappers, Y-A-P-P-E-R-S, stands for Your Atheist Pastor Pers. Took me a long time to figure that out, but, you know, I get it now. (laughs) And it's a very cool hang, so join us, everybody. Check out Carly Sun, C-A-R-L-E-Y-S-U-N-N. He's on Instagram. He's on Spotify. He's a little bit of everywhere. That's it for this week. Talk to you soon. Stay Godless, everybody.